Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Fran Lavoie, and for those of you who don't know, I am a singer, a songwriter, clearly a healthcare professional, and I just like to talk about things that come to my heart and things that I feel like God leads me to come on camera to share, and it could be anything, but I do follow Christ and you know, as we all go through things in life, God leads us to scripture. If you're a believer um, and you profess Christ and you're sensitive to his spirit, meaning that you want to be obedient and you you are you laying your life down for his glory day by day doesn't mean that you do it perfectly. I'm definitely far from perfect. I'm not going to put that out here. <laughs> That's a disclaimer before I read this scripture. But I'm reading from the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 is the last verse that I'll read. But Colossians is a letter to the Colossians, the people in that uh, church. Um, I forget, I don't want to say the name of the area wrong, but I think it's like Colossia. I might be wrong. Theologians don't come for me. But Paul was writing to different churches as he was an apostle and he was building churches and developing believers to go out and make more disciples of all nations and so as we are commanded to do if you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are baptized in the name of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit um, you have taken on that pledge and call to make disciples of all nations the same way that you have um, been made a disciple and we're not perfect in our discipleship, but this is why these letters are written. So I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 15 in the NLT version. Living the new life. Since you have been raised to a new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits at the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ and God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. So put to death simple earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still a part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slaved, or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Verse 15. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Thank God for the word. And um, I believe for me, um, I know everybody out here that may come across this page or this video may not believe in Christ. So, you know, trigger warning, 
I am a believer. You may see me talk about a myriad of things, but my life, I, I desire for it to show Christ. And, you know, believers are not perfect, and I definitely am not. As a result, I've definitely made mistakes in my life. And one of those mistakes that I've made, and um, I don't know if this is relatable to a lot of believers, is... You know, everything that we do, everything that we say God is leading us to do in our lives has to line up with the word of God. And we have to be careful to listen for God's instruction. God's instruction is already found in the Bible. Basic basic instructions before leaving this earth is what is popularized as an acronym for the Bible. So if you choose to live your life in Christ, you want to follow the word and you'll never go wrong. However, we all know that there are times where, you know, in life, the Bible doesn't specifically call your name and say, thou shalt become a doctor, thou shalt get married to this person, thou shalt move to this place. So with that being said, God gives us free will. We have the ability to go out and do things, right? And God, I believe in my life has always led me in a direction through the unctioning maybe his voice me hearing something and he allows it to come to pass when I'm obedient in that the biggest mistake that I've made which has led me out of peace which has led me to anger which has led me to sin and backsliding has been when God leads me in a direction he may lead me to a person. He may lead me to a thing, a career. He may lead me to a opportunity that he wants me to pursue. And I walk through it and, excuse me, I start to act out when things don't go the way that I thought that it was going to go. That is a form of control that God had to show me I had. And there was a lot of pride in there because it would be something like, okay, I want you to pursue this degree. And so I would pursue it. And pursuing a degree or pursuing something that's inanimate, like a degree or pursuing a home, this, that, and a third. As long as the check clear and you got the money and everything lines up, nine times out of 10, it may work out. But there is a great chance, and I can't even say nine times out of 10 because that's, that's not factual. Usually when things line up, thank you, God, when things line up, it's supposed to work out, right? Usually when you're doing everything you're supposed to do, it's supposed to go in your favor, right? Wrong. It doesn't always go the way that we think it's going to go. Sometimes God is telling us that things are going to happen in our lives or that we need to do something. And I can only speak for myself. I already lay out exactly how it's going to go. Okay, Lord, you want me to go towards this person and do what? Okay, maybe you want me to start a business with them. Maybe if it's a guy and he fine, maybe you want me to be in a relationship with him. And, you know, you get all these gushy feelings and maybe those things are true, right? But... We try to create a prescription plan as to how it's going to happen. And then we end up either doing things that he never told us to do, or we end up and we end up burdening ourselves and other people. And it becomes a bad witness 
um, because then things don't work out. Or maybe if it was meant to be, people aren't ready and God has to prepare them. And we're just trying to push that narrative. And we just need to be honest. I know that that has been definitely my issue. I'm coming out here into the into the world and being real. That has definitely been my issue. That God might tell me to do something. And I'm pursuing it prematurely or way too late. And I have to deal with the nuances of pursuing it how I wanted to pursue it. See, God doesn't play. Because the thing is, is that when... I read all of this and you're like, what does this have to do with Colossians? Like, you're just talking about yourself. When I read all of this, it says, since you've been raised to a new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. I got so caught up in what God was telling me to do here on earth that I wasn't waiting for his leading in what to do in those situations. So I started to get frustrated when things were not going my way because it, it then became a prideful thing. Oh no, this person's upset with me now because maybe I was too forceful. Maybe I was saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing, trying to make this God thing work, which is obvious. It leads to sin. It leads to, and sin doesn't always have to be person to person. It could be that you're just going to do whatever it takes to get the job done, to get God's will going. Right. And, and that's when we set our, our sights off of heaven and we set our sights on what we want to do. Right. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ and God. And when in Christ who is your life is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. And what I take from that, God's just putting in my spirit is I don't have to force it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have to force anything in this life, in this world. If God is pushing me in a direction, I just need to be in that direction and any open door he opens, I'll be able to walk through and he will be able to help me deal with the nuances, with the trials that may come. I, I didn't consider that there will be trials. I didn't consider pushback. So I'm upset at the pushback and it's leading me into anger. It's leading me into malice. It's leading me into rage within myself. It's making me doubt him because the certain things didn't go through. You know what I'm saying? Certain things didn't happen the way that I thought it would happen in God's leading, right? You know, like we just think that when God tells us to do something, sometimes he is specific in how he wants us to do it. Other times he just wants us to go and then he's going to lead our steps as we go. But we just want to go. I'm I'm saying we. Let me make this about myself. I just wanted to go and then make it about how I thought the steps should be ordered. And that's just not how God works. And, and even people who don't believe in Christ, they realize that's not how life works. We can, we can set a plan for things and it will always fail. It's like a wedding. People, women always complain. Couples always complain that they thought that the day was just going to be flawless. And most people have a flawless experience. Well, some people have a flawless experience. Other people, when they tell you their wedding story, they tell you 
the cake came late. This person didn't buy the dress. I got into an argument. You know, things happen that make it less than perfect. But nonetheless, that's life. We, you know, like I, it's like I almost wasn't prepared for the backlash and the pushback that I would get. And, and then I was getting angry and then I was, you know, taking it out on people. And then I was feeling a type of way. And then I was quitting on things because I was like, God, no, this isn't not the way that it was. And there's something wrong with this. And da, 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 da. And God was like, no, baby, there's something wrong with you because you're not understanding that <laughs> I, I never told you trials and tribulations wouldn't come. And I wasn't understanding that I was taking things by the reins and he never tell me that things were going to go the way that I thought it would go. He just told me to go in the direction and he told me to maintain peace. He told me to maintain the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But I lacked control. I lacked peace. I lacked kindness. And then I was taking it out on people when I thought that things were were not going the way that I thought it should go. Like, it's like, yo, like, why would I do that? What is wrong with me, right? So verse seven said, you used to do these things when your life was still a part of this world, but now it's time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other for you have stripped off your old sinful nature, nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. So I wasn't being like Christ. I, like, I remember when God led me to nursing. I was like, I got the grades. I'm going to class. I'm doing the things. But I didn't factor in that I would probably struggle in the in the program. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't factor in that when I got a job as a nurse that even though I was eager and excited to know all the things and you know, he had led me down a path of music and then nursing. I didn't factor in that people would think I was lying about it. That oh, you just doing it for the money. And I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm doing it because God led me." What do you mean? I didn't factor in that people go on people and, and, and people have their own insecurities and their own perceptions and thoughts that I would have to fight. I didn't factor in that I had my own perceptions and my own securities that I would, that God was going to reveal in me so that he could make me brand new so that I could rely on his word whenever I was confronted with those things in the midst of being in his path. God would lead me to a person. I'm being fully transparent. He would lead me to a person. And women, you know, people of the opposite sex, God sometimes will lead you to pray for people. Sometimes God will lead you to be of service to a person. And your innate desire of, of whatever it is will take over and it's a sinful desire that in right here it said you need to be stripped of all of it, right? And the word of God doesn't lie if you're choosing to follow it. So I would be led to a person. God would say, you're going to meet this person. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, you're like, you're not even thinking of it. And then you meet a person, bam. And in my case, it's like, oh, he cute. And the Lord would give me peace and be like, I want you to draw near to this person. This person is going to be in your life. And, you know, if the person's listening out there, they're listening. It is what it is. I would start to believe that, okay, Lord, you're telling me 
like, like, like my flesh would get caught up. Right. And now I'm interested in the person, the person's cute. And I always prided myself in never like wanting, like to focus so much on marriage. I, I saw so many of my sisters in Christ want a man. Uh, and, and I, you know, I'm not saying that I don't want one. I'm not saying that I, you know, that I don't want to get married, but I saw so many sisters in the Lord and just various sisters focus on that so much that I didn't want that to be my focus. So I prided myself, which pride comes before a fall in not worrying about those things. And that's the God honest truth. But when God was leading me to a man, I have to admit that my insecurities came into play and I had to admit that my desire for a husband came into play. And I was like, well, maybe this is it Lord. And maybe the Lord would give me peace about that thought, right? He would give me that because maybe he was like, okay, one day this will happen for you. But it didn't mean that that was the day or that it was the time to propel the situation. And, you know, people are people. So I fell into those sins. I fell into um, sexual sin with, with two men in my life. And those ended up toxic. And I had to be redeemed from those situations, right? But it's, but, but I, I, and then with one of them, I also ended up being in a situation where I did a lot better. I wasn't sexual, like, like, I mean, we, I did some things, but you know, in just the few sexual encounters I've had in my life, it had a lot to do with me thinking, well, you know, well, first of all, I fell into my desires, my fleshy desires, which will always be a sin. Then I fell into the idea that, that I could redeem it in the name of Jesus. And because God, you're leading me in this direction because you told me to go towards this person, you know, it, it, it's going to work out in your name. All I have to do is just repent. But once again, being so controlling, I didn't factor in that maybe this person is burdened by me because I probably rocked them in a negative way. Even though we're believers, we fall short in God's glory. And, and I probably hurt this person and hurt their perception of God because I'm over here talking Jesus and then we over here kissing and hugging and maybe that person wasn't ready for a relationship but I'm believing that God said that this is going to be right and it's the same thing with my nursing career I was like God you couldn't let me let me go into a career where I would struggle where I would be struggling with people where people would be so nasty and malicious because nursing is a career where I've never encountered so many people who are money hungry, who are worried about their next big break in this. And for me, I just came into this because I just felt God leading me to it. I wasn't even concerned. But then you have, it, it's like those realities ended up screwing me over because I, I didn't follow what the word of God said. It, it's the same thing with friendship. There were things in, in friendships that happened that I felt like God was just like, sis, this person not on the same spiritual wavelength that you are, but I'm not telling you to 
shove the word of God down their throat. And you're not even perfect in it either. Like God, let me tell you, God was convicting me in so many ways. Because it says right here, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives with us. It, it, you know, don't lie to each other, verse 9 says, for you stripped off your old nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. So in my pursuit to do his will, I was becoming less like him because my pride was in the way. I was getting mad at things that he put in my direction. Okay, I want to preach the gospel. I want to you know, baptize believers. I want to teach the word. But when people were giving pushback, when people were completely saying they're a Christian, but they doing what they want to do. I'm like, hold on. This is not. And then I'm becoming forceful and I'm not living in peace anymore. I'm becoming, a, I, I thought I was being accountable, but I wasn't gauging that some people I, planting a seed could just be listening. Planting a seed could just be accepting that this is the way that people going to go. And then God had to turn it back on me. It was like, you haven't always been, <laughs> you're not always obedient. So why are you? putting so much pressure on these people and I didn't even realize that I was putting pressure on people I was just like this is what God said to do I'm gonna do it and God had to show me yes I told you to do all those things but you took it by your own reins and now there's pride and sin all mixed up in because of your perceptions and I'm just telling you that this blessed me today and got my whole life together. Very powerful in, in just this short passage. You know what I'm saying? It says, make allowance in verse 13 for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. We have to be in peace with each other, love one another and forgive one another. If I want forgiveness, I have to give forgiveness. And hold grudges right I let things go it you know I, I know people that hold grudges for weeks for days if you give me about a couple of hours a couple of days and I've tested myself gone to therapy still in therapy I remember I recommend mental health therapy prayer and accountability and I know I don't hold grudges but or I don't let things, I let things go easily. Like I'm not like mad or angry or stewing in anger, but I, my perceptions change, right? And that's, we're human, but God is combating that and telling us, no, we need to live in love with all people and accept people where they are because you need that same acceptance, i.e. grace. You need that mercy that God gives. And so you give it on to people. And I just didn't do a good job of that because I thought, well, they're not following the plan, right? And God is like, sis, this is a part of the plan. I'm, I got them just like I got you. So stop worrying. And so it says and the peace of God that, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts for members of one body. You are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So today I want to say that I am thankful that things didn't go the way that I thought it would go. I'm thankful that things were fell apart the way that they did because I was sitting here thinking that I'd miss God 
And I did miss God, but I was thinking about it in the sense of I missed his direction. So therefore, people messed it up. Therefore, these people not allowing the plan to go right. When the fact is, is that no, you still where I want you to be. That's what God's saying. But you need to change your behavior. You need to change your character about this. You need to show more grace and show more love. And I, as much as I thought I was showing it, I wasn't because people didn't feel it. And I needed to accept that and I needed to allow God to transform me so it, it that that is what this taught me today you know you read scriptures all the time and you're like oh praise God but when your pride is in the way your your perceptions can truly ruin what God is really trying to say and my challenge to myself and what God's challenging me in is Release my perceptions and love people. Even if things didn't go the way that you thought they would go, it, it doesn't mean that you missed God's direction. God has the power to resurrect things. God might have to cut things off just because we got in the way. Or, you know, because there's a possibility that we just might mess things up. Look at Moses, look at Abraham, but God is still going to do what he was going to do. But because of our sins, it just might not go the way that we thought it would go. And because of our perceptions, we need to let go. We need to accept the fact that God is God and things are going to go the way that he wants it to go. Not the way that we think in that way. As I end, we can live in more peace. We can live in more of a trust. And we can love each other and accept each other for who they are. Just like you need it in this race to follow and be with God at the end of the ages. So for the person out there that is struggling in God's will. For the person out there that's struggling to live in this world with people and, to, and, to, and, and, and just living. We always have to look inward. In the, math, in the book of Matthew, it says you always have to look at the plank in your eye rather than looking at other people's speck, other situations and that speck. Look within yourself and watch God transform you. God bless. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I, I hope you come back for some more. Let me know down in the comments if this is relatable or if you just wanted to listen to me talk about <laughs> my my issues in my way and how God is getting me together in this time of my life. So be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe and stream this wherever you stream podcast and video. And I hope to see you all soon. God bless. <laughs>